King Jesus. Only a couple of weeks last week in this service, I pray to my King. It was the Lord's Prayer. The first service last week was I trust my King. In the first service today, Jesus Christ is my King. And I looked at lots of scripture where on kingdom, it was the number one thing that Jesus spoke about in the New Testament. The number one theme. If, but you're, if you don't watch it, you're, you can miss that. But he's, causing, he's dealing with people and talking to people. But so many of his stories and things that he talked about were about the kingdom. And so we talked about that this morning. And he is king. There is no other way to God the Father, period, period. He is king of kings and Lord of lords. He is seated at the right hand of God the Father, Jesus is, where he ever lives to make intercession for us. That's what he does. And he's Lord over everything. He's not only our lawyer, our advocate, but he's our judge. He's our king. He's our everything. That's who Jesus Christ is. We're his servants. Y'all understand that? You know, just because he humbled himself and became obedient unto death like he did, thank God, that's the way we get saved. But he has been exalted. He humbled himself from heaven, came here. Guess where he's at now? Back here. Y'all hear me or not? And I just, just want to encourage you to realize that. I mean, he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, but he is not your good buddy. He certainly isn't a man upstairs. You wouldn't talk to an earthly king that way. You understand? But now here's the cool part. The king is my daddy. You hear me or not? Our father. Say that with me. Our. Our father. The king is my daddy. But just because the king's your daddy doesn't mean there's disrespect. Are you kidding me? And when the king's your daddy, you don't get everything you want. Say, king's my daddy. I get, well, how's that work? All right? And believe it or not, Elise does ask for things sometimes, and the answer is no. No. Okay, so that's the way it is. Amen? But he's our king. And I just want us to focus on that today. The kingdom and kingdom living. So let's go with the message this morning. Here we go, Raj. Can you say those words with me this morning? I live for the king. One more time. I live for the king. This changes everything. This will change your life when you know I live for my king. This is beautiful. And and so much of what Jesus had to say in the New Testament was about how you and I are to live for the king. And a lot of times we think the kingdom, listen, we think the kingdom, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. We think heaven, heaven, heaven. On earth as it is in what? Kingdom now, baby. Kingdom now. We're to live for the king now. Not when you die. I live with Jesus when I die. Well, I hope it all works out for you. You need to live for him now. He is king right now. He doesn't become king when you kick the bucket, okay? He's king right now. Live for him now. So how do you do it? Let's talk about it. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in what? Earth. So I need to live for the king now as it is in heaven. But I need to live for the king now down here on earth. What can I learn from the Bible? about how to live for my king now. And that's the plan today. There's a better way to live your life. There's a better way to live your life. Instead of by the seat, you know, by the seat of your pants, whatever. 
whatever comes my way, I'll deal with it. Trouble comes, so you know, I'll deal with it. There's a better way to live your life. It's called the best life. The best life is to live your life for the king. This is the best life. It's the blessed life. You want your life to be blessed by King Jesus? Then live for him. You hear me or not today? It's the happiest life. It's the happiest life. Even through trouble, you can be happy as you live for the king. All right? Let's keep looking. Just push me. So it's called what? Hello. I live for the king. So let's look at it. Roger does all this. I don't see it. I never saw that little poem or that thing on his head. I never saw that. I never saw it this morning. That's cute, Rog. Here we go. My attitude for the king. What's my attitude for the king? We're going to talk about living for the king in a little bit, but let's talk about my attitude. What should my attitude be for King Jesus? He is my king. I'm created in his image, in his, in his likeness. He didn't throw me out with the trash because we've all sinned, but he came and he lived down here. He was born of a virgin. He lived his life. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. He's seated at the right hand of the Father where he, where he ever lives to make intercession. So what should my attitude be for the king? Well, that's where your beatitudes come in. This is Jesus talking about kingdom living. Look at him. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What should my attitude be? Say that with me. I depend on King Jesus and not my... We're talking about living for the king. How do I live for the king? What should my attitude be? Well, I depend on King Jesus and, and not just myself. That doesn't mean you don't do something. Of course you do. But you depend on him. Yes or no? Amen. Every day. This is the day who made this day. Somebody, this is the day who made. And we're going to do what? Rejoice and be what? This is the Lord's day. Amen. Every day he makes. Amen. So I'm going to depend on him. Look at this next one. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Say that with me. I place my needs, hurts, and struggles on on King Jesus because he is the one who truly cares for me. KJU, the king joker over there in North Korea. KJU, I call him. Okay? They, yeah, yeah, some people call him Rocket Man. But listen, no, King Jong-un, I just have a hard time saying it, so it's easier for me to say KJU. But anyway, but uh, they did a, a film on him last weekend under, you know, behind, you know, the communism or whatever, you know, to get over there to him and to talk with some of the people. And the, the thing that startled me the most was that almost everyone I saw that they interviewed said that he loves them more than their own parents. See, that's a false doctrine that's crazy, that's nuts. But I'm going to tell you something right now. He's not king. Okay, there's no he, Jesus Christ is king. And he does love you more than anyone. You understand that? He loves you more than anyone. We're not talking about a man. We're talking about the son of the living God. He loves you more than anyone. You place your needs and your hurts before him and he will, he will take care of you. That's your attitude. That's how our attitude should be as we live for the king. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. What's that? Say this one with me. I am humble before because I have the right view of who he is. Who is he? He's the what? And who am I? I'm his what? You start having that attitude. 
That's how you, that's your attitude for the king. Man, if you got the wrong attitude, how are you going to live for him? We're going to talk about living in a little bit. But how do you have that attitude? This is the Beatitudes. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Help me. I desire the things in my life that King Jesus says are are right. He's not trying to ruin my life. He loves me. He created me. He bought me with his own blood. He knows how I should live. He wants the very best for me. Amen? Doesn't mean he wants me to have the biggest fancy house or a new car or all kinds of money. That's crazy. All that stuff will burn up. He wants me on this earth to be a blessing. He wants me to be salt and light. He, as I depend on him and have the right attitude, others are going to see the king. So, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. This is Jesus just having a talk. He's teaching the disciples about the kingdom. He's the king. Even though he was on this earth and he's humble, he's trying to teach. I want to always be here with you guys, he said. I'm going away. So he's giving lessons on how we should live. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Say that with me. I extend mercy to others. Why? Because King Jesus has done what? Been what? Merciful to me. You see how this changes you or not? Am I just the only kooky one up here? Okay. It's beautiful. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What does that mean? It can mean a lot, but here's what it means to me. Say it with me. I continually acknowledge that I am made inwardly clean through the shed blood of my King, Jesus Christ. How do you keep that pure heart? You just constantly, you thank Him for shedding His blood for you, for dying on the cross for you. Not you. Look at me. Look how great I am. You're going you're to come off the rails. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Help me. I share with others the true inward peace that King Jesus has given to me. You want to be a peacemaker? Do that. Be that kind of person. You have, first of all, need to be saved. Put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Know that you're born again, that he's your king. And then as you have this attitude, others will see and you can share with others that they can have what you have, this inward peace because of the king. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the what? Here's our word. Kingdom. Blessed are you when men shall revile you, persecute you, shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. But for whose sake? For whose sake? For my sake, the king says. You're blessed when you do that. Have that as your attitude. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. This should be our attitude. So, last thing before we move into the living uh, part of the message. Say that with me. I accept and understand that I will be misunderstood and even what? Mistreated for my what? Allegiance to who? Absolutely. We want it easy down here. We want to be a Christian, but really not live for Christ. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't want to ruffle any feathers. 
when it comes down to, you know, other people have other beliefs. They believe in Muhammad. They believe in this. They believe in that. We're like, well, you know, yeah, it was cool, whatever, man. Cool. You know why you do that? Excuse me. I'm going to be ugly. You're like the NFL player that stays on his butt. Instead of standing up, there's one way. His name is Jesus Christ. Without being angry at people, but for crying out loud, get up. Did you hear me this morning? How's God feel? How's God feel? I think about soldiers. How do they feel? Family members, how do they feel? How do they feel? Well, how does God feel when His Son gave His life and we stay on our rear end instead of serving Him, instead of standing for Him, never being ugly, always in love, absolutely. But for crying out loud, live for the King. Are you hearing me or not? That's the message today. That's what we're talking about. I live for my King my purpose for the king. So my attitude for the king are the Beatitudes. If you're ever wondering, how should I live for the king? Well, just go spend some time in the Beatitudes. Just a little time. It doesn't take long. Just let that be your attitude. Now, the purpose, my purpose for the king. Same passage of Scripture. We haven't missed any Scripture yet. It's, it's Matthew chapter 5. He's talking about kingdom living because he's the king. He's trying to help us. He says, you're the salt of the earth. This is your purpose. Why am I here? Why am I here? You're the salt of the earth. That's who you are. I'm no good. I'm a nobody. You're the salt of the earth. What's wrong with you? Come on. We feel that way because we're not living for the king often. As you live for the king, I've got purpose in my life. You're the salt of the earth. But if the salt's lost its, its savor or flavor, wherewith shall it be salted? It's thenceforth good for nothing. To be, be, be done what? To cast out. And to be trodden under the foot of men. That's what they would do with salt. You know, it might not be good for flavoring anymore. But we can put it on, on the roads. We can put it out there on the roads. Might kill some weeds. Okay? You're the salt of the earth. Don't forget that. Say this with me. I am salt on this earth for... That's who you are. I'm salt in Inglewood. This is my town. Amen? Say, I'm salt. I'm to go around and to, to live for the Lord and to add flavor wherever I go. Y'all hear me or not? Not tick people off. No. To love on people. To come, come alongside of them. To encourage them. But that's your role as well. Say that with me. I love this. I wrote this. I, say that with me. I am good for something, not good for nothing. Say it with me. I am good for something. I am not. I'm good for something. You're good for something. Are you kidding me? You're, you're in the king's army. You matter to the Lord. You're good for something. You can do this. Live for him. Be that salt that you're supposed to be. But then he says this. Look at it. He's still talking. Look at him. This is Jesus. You're the light of the world. You're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. You can try. You put the light on the top of the hill, they're going to see it. Amen. Say, come on. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a basket. Why? I light the candle, put something over the top of it so I can't see the candle. Because you're a crazy person. No. You light, it, you light it so you can see. And it gives light unto everybody in the what? How many used some candles or some uh, some little lanterns and mess over the last couple of weeks with Irma? 
We like them little things now, don't we? You know what I like is all this new solar stuff. You mean if I put it outside during the day, I can bring it into the house at night? Yeah. So even them little things you stick by your driveway. I mean, I saw one yard of like 50 of them in the yard. But at night, they gone in the house. And those people got a lit up house. That's smart people right there. Amen. We're the light of the world, guys. Let your light, say that with me, let your light so shine before men that they may see your what? And do what? Glorify your who? King Jesus. Glorify your Father which is in heaven. Glorify the Lord. Amen? That's who we are. This is our purpose. I am light in this world for who? This is who I am. Do you think God needs me? Well, He does need me because He's chosen to use me. But does God really need anything? He doesn't need a thing. He's chosen to love us. He's chosen to save others by using us. That's a beautiful thing. That's incredible. What we do here at Fellowship Church matters. Do you know that? Did you know I'm not just I'm just not uh, biding time here at Fellowship? I don't just do this because well, you know, I gotta have a job. I still, I still got enough spunk in me. I could do a lot of things. This is, this matters to me. You understand or not? Fellowship Church matters to me. I boldly have it on the back of my pickup truck. Are you kidding me? Anywhere I go. Not ashamed at all. Are you kidding me? Yes or no? I'm light. I'm light. You're light. Right here where we live. This is our town. Let's light it up. I am good for something, not good for nothing. You've got to start believing that way. I matter. I have value. He is my king. I'm going to live for the king. Amen? Come on. Keep looking. So I live for the king. We're just talking about the king. Well, if I have a king, and I do, I need to live for him. So he's continuing on. For I say unto you that except your watch this, except your righteousness exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So what does that mean? My life, my actions for the king. You have heard that it was said of them of old, you shall not kill. Whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Tough talk from the king. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and you remember your brother has aught against you, Leave your gift there before the altar. Go your way first and be reconciled to your who? To your brother. This is kingdom living we're talking about today. Then you come and offer your gift. What are we talking about this? We're just talking about a bunch of different things today about living for the king. But this one is, I love my brother for who? Why do I love my brother for who? Why should I forgive somebody for who? Somebody tell me. I don't feel like it. So what? Who made you king? Amen. Say, I'm going to forgive because he's king. He's told me that's what I'm supposed to do because he's king. He's not some mystical, mythical person. He is king of the universe. He is my Lord and my Savior. Did you know I can't even pray? If I don't forgive, he's the one hearing my prayer. You think you're going to fool him? He's the one at the right hand of God the Father making intercession for you. You the fool. 
I'm the fool when we think we're going to have this bitterness or unforgiveness in our heart when he's the one that we're praying to. And he's the one that told it. Mm-mm. Amen. Say, keep looking. Beautiful lessons on kingdom living. I have learned so much from this verse that has saved my tail out of so many problems. I'm going to tell you that right now. You that don't read the Bible, I don't need the Bible. I don't need the Bible. Well, fine. Keep living like you're doing, I guess. But boy, Clark needs it. This is a great verse. Agree with your adversary how? Let's see a show of hands. I'm not trying to be ugly. How many of you didn't, you were, it had an argument with somebody, but you were real stubborn, you didn't agree, and it really cost you. Can I see your hand? Mm-hmm. It cost you because you're stubborn. You know what the Bible says? Look at this. Jesus said, agree with your adversary. How? 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 Quickly. Quickly. How many ever, you, you settled quickly with somebody who was an adversary, you had a problem with somebody, and you did it quickly, and it cost you, but near, not near as much as it would have cost you. Let me see some hands. <laughs> Amen. Okay? Agree with your adversary quickly while you're in the way with him. Unless at any time your adversary delivers you to the judge, to the court. And then that judge delivers you to the policeman. And then that policeman throws you in the slammer. Is this pretty good teaching up here? I mean, I mean, I'm not, you're still like you're looking at me like it's a little odd. That's okay. I'm going to explain it. You know what I do? I ain't going to court. You do what you're going to do. I ain't going to court. I'm going to do everything I can outside of the court. I'm going to do it as quickly as I can to agree with the adversary. Even if, even if I feel like I am wronged, I'm still going to do everything I can before I go take this before somebody I don't know, a judge, don't know how he slept that last night, don't know what he's thinking. He might think their case is better than my case. I'm going to take Jesus' teaching, and I am going to agree to let it go. Did you hear me or not? I mean, I know that might not be... I'm just telling you what the Bible says, right? Did you see the Bible, yes or no? No, I'm going to go to court. Some people are so court happy. It's going to bite you square in the butt one day. I'm going to tell you that right now. And it's going to cause you to spend so much time dealing with that kind of mess when so often you could settle, you could let things go, and get on with your life, man. Are you all hearing me or not? Have I drove you up the wall with that? Well, that's how I do, because that's what Jesus said. And, I, boy, when we built this building, I'm going to tell you something. There were many times I was flaming mad. I was madder than a hornet, okay? And there's a couple of situations that I thought, shoot, I could have took Rotunda to the court. I could have took Charlotte County to court. And I could have been the builder to court. <laughs> and we could have done all What are we doing with that? Or are we going to get something done? Yes or no? Say Use your brain, serve the Lord, live for the King. I hope I haven't, I wasn't planning on saying all that, but that has taught me a lot in my life. How many would say that has taught me something in my life too, Pastor? That verse has helped me in my life. Yes or no? It's good stuff. You've heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not. Did you know not committing adultery is living for the King? Yeah, yeah, it's called living for the King. You got a King, okay? 
He says, don't commit adultery. And you know, so what I do is I do this. I listen to the king. How about that? Amen. Say, instead of my heart, instead of my eyeballs. Oh, I'm going to listen to the who? The king. I know, but we're just walking through the Bible. Living for the king. I don't know how to live for the king. It's really not that complicated here, okay? Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Now, don't think. I'm not going to let you off the hook here. I'm not letting you off the hook. I may as well go ahead and do it because I done looked at her. It's just as bad. He ain't saying that at all. He's not saying that at all. He's not saying that at all. He's giving you a strong, strong, strong warning that you're an idiot, okay? All right? That's right. That's right. You're dealing with the devil, man. That's what you're doing. You're rolling some dice, and you ain't going to get lucky. I'm going to tell you that right now, okay? You hear me? Say that with me. I choose what? For who? I don't choose purity so I can be better than you. I don't choose choose purity so, ooh, look at me, I'm a good Christian, you're a bad Christian. I choose purity for who? For the king. Does that make sense or not? So many churches, we one-up one another. I'm better than you, we're better than you, we're better than you. I can give a rip. I want to serve the king. How about that? I live for the king. I choose purity for who? Absolutely. I stay committed in my marriage. Well, you should stay committed for Kim. Well, I do. But thankfully, Kim has somebody, as long as I'm in my right spiritual mind, pray for me, okay, that I choose purity in the, in the marriage for her, for, for him, and then her. How about that? Him, then her. How about that? Doesn't that sound like a better marriage if I choose it for him, then her? Yes or no? Okay? King. Kingdom living. It's been said, whosoever puts away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of what? For what? Fornication causes her to commit adultery. Our actions that we do, just because I'm not happy with somebody, it has ramifications. I'm to live for the king. Whosoever shall marry her that's divorced, committed adultery. I am faithful. Say this with me. This matters to me, guys. Here we go. I am faithful and committed to marriage for who? Amen. Can we praise the Lord? It's been quiet in here. I'm about to die. Come on. Wouldn't our marriages be better if we're in them and we're committed because of King Jesus? Amen. We all have flesh. We all have lust and sin and things that we fight. But wait a minute, I got, I'm going to live for the king. That's what this whole message is about today. Again, you've heard that it's been said of old, Thou shalt not forswear thyself, but you shall perform unto the Lord your what? But I say, do you swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it's God's throne, nor by the earth, for it's his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it's the city of the great king. Neither shall you swear by, your, by thy head, because... You cannot make one hair white or black. And I've tried. I can't do a thing with it. Let your communication be what? Yay. And your nay what? Nay. For whatsoever is more than these comes to what? Quit screwing around. Quit playing the middle. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Be honest. 
This is kingdom living. Yes or no? Kingdom living. I said yeah, didn't I? I said no. What part of that don't we understand? Okay? Boy, you have to do that with your kids, too. They become, they are the biggest manipulators, children. And I'm doing it again. I'm doing it with kids again. What would that say? So now they just go ask their mama. But that's okay. Didn't she bring them to me? Amen. Come on. Would you say that with me? I am what? Honest and what? For my king. I tell you what, we'd be a whole lot better light for Inglewood, Florida if we're honest people and we're trustworthy people. You're not going to be salt or like, I love Jesus. No, that's fine. Whatever. They're going to see your actions. If you're honest, if you're decent, they're going to see how you treat your wife, your husband. This is kingdom living. Jesus doesn't need a thing. He doesn't need a thing. Nothing. He has everything. The earth, heaven and earth is his footstool, okay? But people need us. And the king says, they need you. You're my servants. I gave you life. I've given you everything you have. I don't need anything. They need you. Amen? That's what this whole kingdom living thing's all about. It was never about Jesus. Ooh, I need, I need. He doesn't need a thing. But he's chosen to use us. You've heard that it's been said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Well, I say unto you that you resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite you on the right cheek, turn to him what? Well, you're weak. No, no, it's a choice. I live for the king. There's been many times in my life I could have absolutely choked someone to death. And I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to beat the crap out of them. Excuse my language. I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to. But thank God, the Holy Spirit of the living God, something helped me to live for the king. Even though I didn't want to live for the king. Do you get my drift, yes or no? This is a choice. If someone will sue you at the court, I encourage you, don't do that. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, I've learned too much about this court stuff. If any man will sue you at the law and take away your coat, let him have you what? He take your coat on the outside, go ahead and give him your inner garment too. Oh, by the way, here you go. You can have this with tape. <laughs> It'd be better to have that attitude down here. The king says, live like that. Live free, man. Whosoever shall compel you to go a mile, go with him how many? How about, yeah, I like that. Come on. So go the extra mile for people. That's kingdom living. We're living for the king. Am I wearing you out on the kingdom living? We've studied the whole chapter. I don't know if you know it or not. Give him that asked thee and from him that would borrow from, from thee, don't turn him away. Amen? Yes or no? Kingdom living. I'm living for the king. Say that with me. I am what? Long-suffering and I'm what? For who? Yeah, but people just get on my nerves. Well, you're not living for the king. You don't have the right attitude about that. Go back to the Beatitudes and work your way through it. You've heard that it's been said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say unto you, Jesus speaking, the king says, love your enemies. Bless those that curse you. Those that hate you. 
Pray for them that will despitefully use you and persecute you. That's from the king. We got the orders from the king. Do you hear me? Doesn't this help? I think it helps me because I just want to pop them. But it helps when he's the king and he's told me this. And I listen to the king. It changes me. You know, and I see Coach Bears back there. Coach is a big guy. I'm telling you, Coach, don't let Coach fool you. He could choke you. But what I love about Coach, such a big guy, his last name is Bears, but he is a big teddy bear. Because Jesus changed his life. And he's taught me and made me much more kind, Coach, than I, than I would otherwise be. I can look at his light and get some of that light on me. Amen? Some of you are like me. We tend to be like, Bleh. you know? But we need to remember this. Come on. That you might be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he makes his son to rise on the evil and the good. He sends rain on the just and the unjust. Aren't you glad God's not like us? If it was up to us, somebody did us wrong, he'd never rain or sun never shine on them again. But see, God, every day lets the sun shine on the unjust. Lets the rain rain on the unjust. That's the king we serve. He say, you be like me. Let's, let's reach people for Jesus Christ. For if you love them which do love you, what reward have you? How hard is that? Do not even the publicans do the same? If you salute your brothers only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans do that? Come on, man. That's not that tough. Would you say that with me really loud? I love how many people? For who? Right. No, they're terrible. They do wrong. I don't agree with their lifestyle. Well, he didn't say you didn't have, you have to agree with everything. He said love them. Love them. Yes or no? Amen. Love people. At Fellowship Church, everyone's welcome here. We love Jesus. We love people. Period. End of story. Amen? Why? Where would we get that from? The king. i got to quit. But ye therefore, be ye therefore perfect. The word is mature. Even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. I am maturing and I'm growing for who? That's the beautiful thing about this kingdom journey we're on down here. Living for the king. Am I done, Roger? You're killing me. Good grief. You write the longest messages. Come on. Is that it, Rods? Let's say it real loud. One, two, three, four. I live for my king. What's his name? King Jesus. Let's praise the Lord. Come on. We made it. Come on. Praise the Lord. Amen. Woo!